send off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? Hand off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay Good evening, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And today it's food, culture, and events, lots of things going on in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti. The edible calendar it's going to be today, so get those forks and knives out and we're going to eat the calendar. For instance, we will have as part of the choices for the uh, for the uh, choices, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, servings, uh, courses, yeah, a venerable lake of honey, a venerable lake of honey, with a Pringle, and we, we may also have some Freedom Fries. So it'll all make perfect sense at some point, maybe not today, but yum-yum always makes sense when you say it, when you feel it. So let's see what Joe Tex has to say about that, okay? Ham, hock, pork chops, collard greens, and polypop, candy yams, cornbread, and cabbage on the side of yum-yum. Sweet red beans and potties, meat of five lamb banana cake makes everything on me. Yum yum. Yum yum. Yeah. That's what my new Jersey baby's gonna fix for me when I get home. Oh, you think she ain't, but she is. And onion rings, Georgia peaches, cottage cheese, lettuce and whipped cream. Yum yum. Yum yum. That's what my new Jersey baby's gonna fix for me when I get home. French fried, black eyed, ball corn and chicken thighs, gumbo, rice pudding, and buttermilk is fine. Yum yum. That's the only record I know with the lyric, a five-layer banana cake makes everything all reet. And we do really need more than one. I mean, that is the definitive statement on five-layer banana cakes right there. That is Joe Tex and Yum Yum from an LP called The History of Joe Tex. It's on the Pride label. Good early stuff from Joe Tex, yeah. This is WCBN Pandora's Lunchbox, and talking about events going on, here's one tonight at UMA, the University of Michigan Museum of Art. There's an event called Love Art More. It's student late night at UMA. It's this very evening. In fact, uh, let's see, let me get the, it's It's from 8 to 11 p.m., they're going to have the museum open late tonight from 8 to 11. 
They're going to be there's going to be free food. You see, it's all about food, right? WCBN DJs will be there. This is exciting. There will be chances to make art. There will be a photo brew, a photo booth. There will be some photo brutes forcing you to take pictures. No, there will be a photo booth. There will be performances. There will be a scavenger hunt. Maybe you'll be able to hunt for food. Hands-on art-making activities will be a part of it. It's going to be an arty extravaganza at, at UMA, which is the University of Michigan Museum of Art, which is on the corner of State and South University. It's open to the public, and you don't have to be a student to go, but if you are a student, why not? It's free. It's at the University of Michigan Museum of Art tonight from 8 to 11. Now, I neglected to play a song last week that I should have thought of, actually. We were talking about how President Obama came to Ann Arbor and had the new pickle, not the old pickle, but the new pickle. I should have played this song. I really should have played this one. You know what I mean? Well, you'll find out. How much is that pickle in the window? The one that's on top of the pail Took me a few cost is that pickle in the window I do hope that pickle's for sale My hands up too A pickle is good with hot doggies Or salami what's hard like a brick But never eat pickles with ice cream Cause ice cream and pickles don't mix Oy. How much is that pickle in the window? Is it sweet or sour, Mr. Borkin? I want me a pickle, a big one Cause a pickle too small is a dragon There are boiglers <coughs> Are gonna for up you in bed <coughs> Some watchdog A pickle will come in so handy With that pickle I'll break him his head Who oh, I'll give him such a zet I don't wanna knish Or a blintze Or a doggy in the window Called Schmeru <coughs> Please take out that beautiful pickle but don't lose your hand in the bell. Don't be half trave by kosher pickle to be sure. How much is that pickle in the window? The one that's on top of the concert pail. How much is that shiny pickle in the window? Oh, yeah, I do hope that pickle's for sale. Dill pickles, sour pickles, garlic pickles, knobble pickles, cucumbers, joykins. <laughs> Happy also, brother. But he didn't say new pickle, did he? Better go back and check that record. So, President Obama, put that in your iPad and smoke it. Or something like that. That was very witty. I think I really outdid myself on this one. 
Speaking of a little things like little pickles that you might use to stop burglars, I guess the technique he spoke about in that song. Oh, by the way, did I should I tell you who that it was? Should I tell you who that was? Should I? Yes, that was Mickey Katz. Wonderful Mickey Katz, who performed with Spike Jones and did a lot of wonderful records on his own from his album Mishmash. How much is that pickle in the window? Some guard dog, huh? Well, it's time. It's time for the latest in chicken news. I'm Mike, and this is the chicken portion of Pandora's Lunchbox. If I say it like this, it makes it very important. This is the news from L.A. Times by one David Eng. It goes like this. It measures only 8 centimeters, or about 3 inches in diameter, and couldn't even hold a cup of morning coffee, and yet it's worth $36 million. Or at least someone is willing to pay that much. A 15th century porcelain cup from China sold at a Sotheby's auction in Hong Kong this last Monday for $36 million. $36 million. The item which is being called a chicken cup for its depiction of a rooster and other fowl on its side, was purchased by mainland China billionaire and collector Liu Yiqian, and I hope that is somewhere close to correct, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it. He is known as China's biggest art collector, with tastes ranging from the ancient to the contemporary. He and his wife own the Long Museum in Shanghai, where art from their private collection is displayed. The porcelain cup is believed to have been used for wine and was created during China's Chenghua era, which is during the Ming Dynasty in the late 15th century. It is highly coveted for its rarity and history. A businessman from the Philippines was the seller, according to reports. The item is believed to have broken the record for a three-dimensional work of Chinese art sold at auction. A chicken cup during the Ming Dynasty in the late 15th century sold for 36 million wonderful dollars. Hooray for chickens. This got my mind rolling around and around with ideas about random references to chickens throughout history. I My brain leapt back thousands and thousands of years to hieroglyphics, wondering if there is a chicken hieroglyphic. And in fact, chickens did appear in hieroglyphics. From a blog called Ancient Egypt, says here, each sign in hieroglyphics stands for a sound, the greater part for those elementary sounds which we express by letters. An eagle is A, a leg and foot, B, a horned serpent, F, a hand, T, an owl, M, and a chicken, U. U are a chicken. Or maybe it's U. It's the letter U, they say, that corresponds with chicken. This is according to a blog called Ancient Egypt. Now, art does not have to be from the 15th century to be important. There is, in fact, a Seoul Museum of Chicken Art in Seoul, Korea. The museum is a private museum opened in December of 2006 with the theme of the fowl in both the East and the West. The museum exhibits crafts expressing ideas of the chicken through different contexts of culture and art. In Korean, the museum is actually called a Culture Center of Chicken Art. This means that it has on exhibit all artwork related to chicken, regardless of when or where they come from and by whom they were made. The curator of the museum hopes that it will become a space for sharing, learning, and feeling. There are many dog and cat fanatics around the world, but not too many chicken fanatics. It says here on the website, mychickensandme.com. 
the founder of the museum has been collecting art pieces about chicken through her life and opened the museum to share the beauty of chicken with people. That pretty much is the mission of Pandora's Lunchbox, too, to share the beauty of chicken with you. She decorates herself with chicken-shaped earrings, chicken-patterned blouse, and small chicken pendants, and will be so happy to explain to you all she knows about chicken. The Museum Cafe also has mugs full of chicken paintings and chicken-shaped lamps. That is fantastic. But they probably don't have the $36 million Chinese Chinese... It says here, Tiny Chinese Chicken Cup in the headline that sold for $36 million in Hong Kong. That will probably not be available at the museum. And if it is, maybe it'll be marked down, so it'll be easier to purchase. In the meantime, this is the chicken news for the week on Pandora's Lunchbox. Here's the Hen House 5 plus 2 for you, chicken, you. some fierce chicken improvising on that record. That is the Hen House 5 plus 2, spelled T-O-O. Not you as in chicken, but two, nonetheless chickens, nonetheless actually Ray Stevens and the guys as the Hen House 5 plus 2. So it's the Ray Stevens 1. It's the Ray Stevens 1. And that was his version, or its version, or their version of In the Mood. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, also coincidentally at WCBN.org, did you know? 
Now, did you also know that coming up at 7, it's Our Wolf and Face the Music? This is true. Also, speaking of chickens, this website, My Chickens and Me, may be the only website you will ever need for the rest of your life. It's already the one I'm only need going to <laughs> to that. Did you know that the writer, the short story writer Flannery O'Connor, at the near the beginning of her life, chickens played an important role. In fact, in her fame, to be specific, says here in the blog, My Chickens and Me, just recently as I was reading some of Flannery O'Connor's short stories, I was reminded of the famous author's ending, enduring passion for birds, including chickens. It did not end. In fact, it was a chicken that first brought her stardom. As a five-year-old living in Savannah, Georgia in 1932, O'Connor, who was known as Mary O'Connor back then, taught her pet Buff Bantam, Buff, Buff Cawkin, perhaps, Bantam, to walk backwards. The point is that she taught the animal to walk backwards. The press picked up the story, and eventually a cameraman from the newsreel, from a news... Okay, now, Arwolf, I have a pronunciation question for you. I very suddenly am trying to remember how to pronounce something, and I saw him. He stepped away. P-A-T-H-E with an accent on the E. This is a, a British newsreel company, and it's one of those days when I wish I had just sat down and looked up about 50 pronunciations. But the newsreel was sent to the newsreel company was sent to O'Connor's home to document the trick. A short film called "Do You Reverse," in which O'Connor was billed as Little Mary O'Connor, was shown in movie theaters from coast to coast. Recalling the film years later, O'Connor said, I was just there to assist the chicken, but it was the high point in my life. Everything since has been an anti-climax. Sadly, the talented chicken died shortly after its debut. The short film called Do You Reverse is on the website, and it, there's a link to it on the website uh, called, uh, I just lost the name of the website, but the chicken website we were just talking about. Chickens, I feel like a chicken with my head cut off. But in the meantime, here is the audio from the film Do You Reverse from 1932. Ready? Here we go. Here's Mary O'Connor of Savannah, Georgia, holding the only chicken in the world that actually walks backwards. When she advances, she retreats. To go forward, she goes back. When she looks ahead, she's going astern. And when she arrives, she's really leaving. But when our trick cameraman started out, he found he could make them all do it. Look at this duck. She won't let any chicken call a fowl on her. And good old bossy. This must be what folks mean when they talk about going back on the farm. Even the old gray mare that ain't what she used to be gets the notion. Naturally, with autos ready to bump them in the rear, they're backward about coming forward. Such grace. Just like a canal boat. Well, all's well that ends well, if it's the right end. That was kind of an abrupt end, wasn't it? Ouch. But that was about Flannery O'Connor, what made her famous first before the writings, before becoming a famous American author. She had a chicken that walked backwards. Go look for that film. It's priceless. Do You Reverse? Do You Reverse? from 1932. I'm glad you got to watch it with me on the radio. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I want to talk about some exciting events going on, one of which involves 
a gamelan, a gamelan with a beautiful name called the Venerable Lake of Honey. What is a gamelan? Says Wikipedia, it's a traditional musical ensemble from Indonesia featuring a variety of instruments such as xylophones, drums, gongs, bamboo flutes, bowed and plucked strings, and vocalists may also be included. When you talk about gamelan, that refers more to the set of instruments than to the players themselves. A gamelan is actually a set of instruments as a distinct entity. It's built and tuned to actually stay together, so if you try instruments from different gamelans and mix them with other ones, they might not work so well. But the University of Michigan has a gamelan ensemble performing tomorrow. In 1966, U of M professor of musicology William Malm bought a gamelan for the U of M. The gamelan was named Venerable Lake of Honey. It promptly became the project of Judith Becker. She set about learning how to play each instrument in the gamelan, and in 1968, the U of M gamelan ensemble was formed under her directorship. Now, the Khan Auditorium is in the Biomedical Science Research Building at the U of M. That's where the performance tomorrow will be at 8 p.m. The building has been nicknamed The Pringle because of its potato chip-like shape, which is wonderful for a food show, I think. So the U of M Gamelon Ensemble is going to perform. It's actually a concert of four pieces, including Gamelon, Tin Whistle, and Irish Fiddle, Gamelon and Jazz Drum, and traditional Gamelon pieces, uh, which will be danced by Teresa Rolick, or Rolk, sorry, and depicting a young woman getting ready to meet her lover, and another piece used to mark the end of events. So these will all be happening tomorrow at 8 p.m. at the BSRB, also known as the Biomedical Science Research Building. It's in the Khan Auditorium, which is on the Huron-Washtenaw side of the building, which has been nicknamed the Pringle, very important. The Gamelon, the U of M Gamelon Ensemble will be performing from 8 to 10 tomorrow night. If you find yourself, however, in Ypsilanti and you're not able to get to Ann Arbor, there is something wonderful you can do tomorrow night at Dreamland Theater. Dreamland Theater presents an exhibition of puppets from near and far tomorrow night. The exhibition showcases a variety of puppets made by local artists, including Patrick Elkins and Naya Venturi, as well as puppets from various countries, including Indonesia and India. The opening reception is tomorrow. It includes live puppetry performances by Patrick Elkins and the Dreamland Puppet Troupe. Doors open tomorrow at 7. Performances start at 8. The Dreamland Theater is at 26 North Washington Street in downtown Ypsilanti, really close to Michigan Avenue. That's the reception tomorrow, the opening reception. The exhibit itself starts tomorrow and runs through Friday, May 23rd. And exhibition hours are going to be each Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. If you have not heard a Gamelon Ensemble, it's a wonderful and beautiful and mysterious sound. And I hope that ethnomusicologists will forgive me for picking a random piece of Gamelon music from a random Gamelon CD as just a snapshot of what a Gamelon can sound like. I'm going to play a little bit of this for you. This is from a collection uh, called Pankor One Gamelon of Central Java.
excerpt from a Gamelon Ensemble. Now, I don't know if the performance tomorrow night by the U of M Gamelon Ensemble will feature vocalists, but as I mentioned earlier, some Gamelon Ensembles have vocalists, some do not. And that is a performance on the Felmay CD label. Felmay is the label called Gamelon of Central Java Pongkor One. We're pretty fearless on WCB, and we will play anything interesting, by the way, just so you know. Wrapping things up here on Pandora's Lunchbox, I hear there's going to be quite a questionable show. Arlf is going to have a very questionable show. I think he had a questionable show last week. No question on that, but I think today is going to be particularly questionable. So you might want to tune in and find out what that's all about. Do you think so? I agree. Do you? So, wrapping things up quickly, Dreamland Theater has an exhibition of puppets and a puppet performance tomorrow at 7 p.m. Doors open at 7 at Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti. The U of M Gamelon Ensemble will be performing on its Gamelon, which is named the Venerable Lake of Honey that will be at the BSRB, also known as the Biomedical Science Research Building, which is that building that kind of looks like a Pringle on the Huron-Washtenaw side of the building. Well, I've been Mike. Happy spring. Happy spring. Happy everything to you. I've been Mike for as long as you can stand it. Arwolf next in just a moment. Keep listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor and WCBN.org. Don't ever stop doing that. And I think we need a little more um, need a little more mishmash here from Mickey Katz, don't you? Whatever you do, don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes, maybe on your cheeks and on your forehead because it might be good for your skin, but not in your eyes. I, I don't know if it'll sting, but trust me, you don't want. Here's uh, Mickey Katz, WCBN FM and Arbor, you know. <laughs> Schmaltz get in your eyes, don't let the locks get in your socks. It cheers, goes with lintes, and eggs with salami, don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes. Oh, you look like a dream dish with sour cream, and you know Tzatzkele, you're the one for me. Too many bagels, too many bagels, too many shell shells, too many shell shells, just like a blimp you're full of gears. If I'm gone too long, can your pipic starts to jump? When the stars come out, I'll bring a stomach bomb. Don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes. Don't let the soup get in your snoot. Soup in the snoot? <laughs> it's rocking the boat. You're beginning to blow. You're riding on the derma road. You ask me for a kuss with giggle on your puss. You know Tzatzkele and me, that don't look good. Like there's no tomorrow. But lay off the ham, cause with ham you lose Sam. And I like my catch strictly cause your style. Don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes, don't let the milts get on your gilts. Don't let the milts on your gilts. My little honey bun, you'll soon weigh a ton. Don't let the schmaltz get in your eyes. Oh, stop the horn, my love, and someday you'll take off. And I'll say, Bon voyage, my darling, practical. Yeah, practical.
Zebrer Dekor, Zet Dornet de Schmal, Get in your Mike and I were wondering if that's Mickey Katz's magnum opus. It's certainly one of the best tracks ever and well among the very best tracks on this marvelous LP mishmash. Mickey Katz and his kosher jammers on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's 7 o'clock. My name is R. Wolf Arf, and it's time to face the music. Once again, questionable content. I've decided that given the indecisive nature of pretty much everything, I thought it'd be helpful if we just kept bringing in songs that either had questions for titles or, well, there's one example tonight where the title is not a question, but uh, Pardon Me, Pretty Baby is pretty much made up of stupid questions. Let's start with a noble question. This is Cole Porter's What Is This Thing Called Love? It was published in 1930. Here's a player piano roll. The uh, technician listed as T. Lawrence Cook. Face the music, Cole Porter. Questions. <laughs> 